Good morning and a happy Easter. The reading this morning is taken from Mark's Gospel, chapter 16, reading from verse 1 to verse 8. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on in the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other, Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him, but go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. Uh, well, we are going to look now at those verses that Jeff read for us uh, a few minutes ago um, from the end of Mark's gospel. And just as we begin to do that, let me pray for us as we look at God's word. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message of Easter that we're looking at this morning. And we pray now that as we look at your word together, you would help us to see the wonder and joy of this good news. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Easter Day is a very big day for Christians all around the world as we celebrate what happened on that very first Easter Day 2,000 years ago. And this morning, we're going to think about that Easter message, looking at the very end of Mark's gospel, those last eight verses that we've just heard read for us from uh, the Bible together. And there are some very big things going on in this reading that we've just had. I wonder whether you spotted any of them. And I wonder whether you've spotted something very big in the building with us this morning. Has anyone spotted anything slightly out of place, Lucia? I'm glad you spotted the balloon. Otherwise, I've, I clearly would have got one too small if you hadn't spotted that. Yes, this balloon. Now, this is going to help us to think this morning about the Easter message uh, together. And that's because the, very, the first very big thing that we see this morning is a very big stone. Okay? Two days earlier, Jesus had died on the cross and been buried in a tomb with a big stone rolled across the doorway. Now, you need to imagine with me that this is our big stone. Okay? That's our big stone. And in our reading, some women who love Jesus are going to visit his tomb. Look uh, from verse 1. 
It says this, when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. That means putting these spices on his body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? Now, Mark takes care to name these three women, okay? Two of them called Mary, one of them called Salome. And he does that because all three of those women had seen Jesus die on the cross two days before. And the two Marys had seen Jesus buried in the tomb. So they knew that Jesus really was dead, and they knew exactly which tomb he was buried in which was really important. And they were taking spices to put on Jesus' body. It's a bit like today. People go and put flowers on the grave uh, of someone that they've loved uh, and lost. That's sort of what they were doing. They bought their spices. They were on the way. And then they realized that there's this one thing they hadn't thought of. They said to each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? Now that is a bit of a problem, isn't it? Because it is a very big stone. But then they had a very big surprise. The very big surprise for these women going to the tomb was that the stone was gone. Now, I think fair warning to everyone here, okay? If you or anyone you're with is scared of loud noises or has a weak heart or anything like that, before I become the most unpopular vicar in the country, this is the moment to cover ears, okay? Fair warning, cover ears, maybe, Sammy? Cover your ears, okay? A very big surprise. Okay, there's something that we're going to need a bit later on that's come out of the balloon there. We'll come back to that in a minute. I'm definitely going to be hoovering after this, aren't I? The very big surprise for the women was that the stone was gone, or at least gone from the entrance of the tomb. Have a look um, at verse 4. But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. And the surprise only got bigger for them as they uh, entered the tomb. It says, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed, which is another way of saying very surprised. And all this was a very big surprise because nothing was as they expected it to be. They'd expected to come and find the stone rolled in front of the doorway just as they had seen it left a couple of days earlier, but it was gone moved away from the entrance. They had expected to find a dead man in the tomb, but instead they found a living one. They had expected to find Jesus, but instead they found a young man in a white robe, uh, that is, an angel. This is not what they were expecting. They were very surprised. And that surprise shows us that this isn't something that their imaginations made up, perhaps because they were overwhelmed with grief or something like that. It was too weird to make up, too unexpected. Neither were they gullible or quick to believe that something amazing had happened. No, the whole point is the opposite. They couldn't believe their eyes. They couldn't get their heads around what was happening. What was happening was a very big surprise. And it was quickly followed by some very big news. Now, this is what came out of the balloon. Some very big news delivered by the angel. Here we go. It was difficult to fit it in. 
There we go. Some very big news. That's a speech bubble. And this is what the news is in verse 6. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Now, the angel is definitely talking about the same Jesus that they had seen crucified. He says, Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified, the very same one. This was definitely the same Jesus that they had seen buried. See the place where they laid him, the angel said. But this is the very big news, that Jesus is alive again. He has risen. He is not here, the angel said. This really is the biggest and the best news that we could ever receive. Firstly, because it tells us that we really can be forgiven for our sins. If Jesus is strong enough to beat even death itself, then we can trust that his death on the cross, dying in our place to take the punishment for our sins so that we can be forgiven, really worked. It really worked. If he had stayed dead in the grave, well, he would have just been added to the long list of people who have lived and said amazing things and then died and left nothing much behind. We wouldn't still be talking about him today. And we would have no reason to really have any confidence that the cross had worked. But he was alive again, and it shows that we really can be forgiven of our sins. And secondly, it shows us that we really can have hope in the face of death. If Jesus is powerful enough to break through and overcome even death itself, then we can believe him when he promises to take those who trust in him through death into a new forever life with him in a perfect world. It means we can have hope when we die if we're trusting in him. It doesn't stop death from being sad or bad but it can give us a confident hope that it isn't the end. And we live in a world that so needs hope in the face of death, don't we? So many people in the last year have died. Some of them known to us here. And this world is crying out for hope. Where do we look for hope? Where do you look for hope? The vaccines are amazing. I genuinely thank God for them. And I'm going to get mine as soon as I'm offered one. But a vaccine won't stop me from dying. At best, it will delay my death. It will postpone it, but it won't prevent it. And so it doesn't deal with the big problem that the last year has brought to our attention. Where will you look for hope? when you come to die. Look to the man who has broken through death, who has broken down its doors, and who has promised to take those who trust in him through death into a new and perfect world on the other side. Trust in him who promises to give us the forgiveness and the hope that we can get nowhere else Look to him for the sure and certain hope that all of us needs. This is some very big news. We really can be forgiven. 
we really can have hope in the face of death. And this is the big news that everyone needs to hear. Look at what the angel says next in verse 7. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. It's news too good to keep quiet about. It's got to be shared, and it's for everyone, including those of us who have messed up big time in life and let Jesus down. And that's why the angel says, go tell his disciples and Peter. Why does he single out Peter when Peter is one of the disciples? Why not just say, go and tell the disciples? Well, here's why, because three nights earlier... Peter had let Jesus down big time. He had three times denied that he even knew Jesus because he didn't want to get into trouble. He had messed up and he felt awful about it. And anyone who's been a Christian for more than five minutes will know that feeling. I certainly do. But the message of the angel shows us that Peter is included and welcomed back and forgiven. As are you and I if we put our trust in Jesus. It's good news for everyone. And maybe you hear that this morning and you know that today is the day for you to start putting your trust in Jesus. It's almost as though you can feel him tugging you towards him to receive him and the hope and the forgiveness that he offers. If that's you, don't delay, don't put it off. Come to him today. Tell him that you want to follow him and that you believe in him. And he will welcome you with open arms. Or maybe you've done that a long time ago. Maybe you've been a Christian for many years. And some of this news, it just doesn't quite excite you as it once did. Maybe it's begun to feel a bit like old news. That's not an unusual part of the Christian life. And if it's your experience then ask God to help you today to see afresh that this news changes everything forever and gives you a a forgiveness and a hope that you would otherwise be robbed of. Those women were knocked sideways by this news. They didn't know what to do with themselves. The gospel ends, verse 8, by saying, trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. When we really get it, this isn't old or boring news. It's huge. They were dizzy with amazement, overcome with astonishment. They were were shell-shocked. But as they calmed down, they began to see how this was the best news in the world, and then they could not stay quiet. And their message has traveled all around the world and through the centuries, and we're still talking about it here this morning. Why? Because it's as real and relevant today as it was in the early morning light of that first Easter day. Do you see that this morning? Do you feel the weight of that? That this is the news that changes everything. A very big stone, Jesus really was dead. Some very, a very big surprise, this is not what they expected. And some very big news, we really can be forgiven, we really can have hope 
in the face of death. Over the last year, we have been desperate for some good news, haven't we? This is the best you'll ever hear. Believe in him today. Tell others this good news. Let's pray. Our Lord Jesus, thank you that you died for us, but that you didn't stay dead. Thank you our sins can be forgiven, but also that death is defeated. Thank you for the real hope we can have because of you. Please help us all to trust in you, to love you more and more each day, and to tell others this most amazing news. In Jesus' name, amen.